Hi folks and welcome to another episode of I Hate Numbers. This is the podcast that's got a simple mission. It's to help you and your business make more money, reduce your stress and anxiety, help you win that battle that goes on between your ears and have the business life that you aspire to. My name is Mahmood, I'm your business finance fixer, accountant, tax advisor and author and today I'm going to be diving deep into a topic that can, if we let it, give sleepless nights. What do you do if you can't pay your personal tax bill? But don't worry, I'm going to look after you. And by the end of this episode, you will have a clearer path as to how to tackle this issue and reduce any tax-related stress. You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number-loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. So what do you do if you find yourself in a situation where you filed your personal tax return? Phew, that's one big task out of the way, but you just don't have the funds to pay for it. Well, worry not, my friends. I've got some tips and advice to help you navigate this tricky situation. It's a situation that will happen to the best of us. Now, first things first, if you've completed and filed your tax return and you realise you haven't got the money, you haven't got the funds to pay HMRC by the due date... And please do not panic. Stress will not solve anything. It will only make matters worse. It will only give you undue anxiety. So you need to take a pause, take a deep breath and follow these steps. Now, if funds aren't there, if you haven't put money aside to take care for that tax, then you must arrange a time to pay arrangement directly with HMRC. Now, for those of you who filed your tax return some time ago, and that's before the 31st of January, year-end date, then online is the way to go. Now, for the online mechanism, so you don't have to have any conversations with HMRC, you don't have to worry about making sure that the operation at the other end is not going to be too unfriendly, you don't have that fear and phobia, if you want to avoid that, then online is the way to go. But unfortunately, the online facility is available to those people who file 60 days at least before the filing deadline of 31st of January, have no current issues with any outstanding debts, their affairs are brought up to date, and if those conditions apply, then you can make that payment arrangement online. If you've missed the opportunity for this year, 23-23, then bear it in mind for the following year. Obviously, ideally, make sure you've got money to put to one side to take care of future tax obligations. More of that towards the end of the podcast. Now, before you pick up that phone, before you contact HMRC, remember this. The people who collect the taxes are not the same people as who assess them. They've got different objectives, different challenges. So try and have some empathy and some sympathy for the tax collector for debt management. That may not be the easiest thing in the world to do, but they have a job to do. They've got targets, they've got directions, and therefore their primary job is to make sure they collect the money that they see that's owed to HMRC. So have that separation in your mind between the tax management department and the people who assess the tax, two completely separate operations. Now, when you're preparing for your conversation with HMRC, initially consider your affordability. Look at your personal, look at your business cash flow, look at your tax debt and assess what your financial situation looks like. 
a budget, a cash flow is a must, by the way, to understand what is going to come into your business, what's going to come into your household. After paying for those essential items, after paying for those ongoing costs, you need to help assess your affordability and how much, dare I use that phrase, spare cash that you actually have. In the show notes, by the way, folks, there is a link to a fantastic online cash planning platform called BudgetWiz. Have a look at that, and that's a great way to help budget and to manage your business cash flow. Let's get back on with the podcast. Now, HMRC, as a default rule, will typically go for at least a six-month payment arrangement without too many problems. If they know you can't pay immediately, they know you don't have the funds, you've tried your best to get those funds together, they want to know what efforts, obviously, you've made to raise the money. And think of HMRC as just a slightly bigger beast of a supplier. If you've fallen into arrears with any supply for goods and services, naturally they want to get their money in as quickly as possible. But if you build up a good relationship, if you've got a good rapport and you communicate with them, they're likely to be more flexible and receptive to those payment terms. If you're in business and you are invoicing clients, think about what happens when you don't get paid. So therefore, have some degree of empathy and some degree of understanding. Now, you can sometimes extend the arrangement for up to a year. We have clients that we've looked after and we've managed to get payment arrangements extending beyond the year. Typically, those will be in exceptional circumstances that each case is dealt with differently. Now, absolutely essential, folks. You must make any arrangement with HMRC by the 28th of February 2024. So if we're talking about the 22-23 tax year, make sure you contact and make an arrangement by that date. Failing to do so could result, and will normally do so, in a 5% penalty surcharge for non-payment it's a flat fee not an annual cost late filing penalties for missing payments are also possible if you don't communicate with hmrc unfortunately hmrc these days are getting a bit more assertive and will be imposing late filing penalties late payment penalties so you do not want to have those on your tax record you do not want your bank account depleted by unnecessary penalties Now, let's talk about a topic that's been flagged up before, I've spoken about before, but it's about payments on account. Now, the general rule about payments on account is if your tax bill exceeds £1,000, you will trigger by default what's called payments on account. This is basically paying money up front towards the following year's tax bill. You need to pay half of that money up front by the end of January and the next half by the following July 31st. So, typically... If your tax bill has been two grand, not only will you have to pay HMRC the 2000 but you'll also have to pay half of that by the 31st of January and the next instalment by the 31st of January 2024. And that's payment up front towards your tax bill, by the way. So when it comes to next year and you complete your tax return, you've already paid that money up front. Now, here's the good news, though, with payments on account. These are not cast in stone. If you anticipate your income is going to be lower in the following tax year, perhaps you've got less clients, perhaps you're winding down, perhaps you're changing jobs, perhaps you've got more expenses. There could be a number of reasons as to why your income may be dropping in the following year. You can elect to reduce those payments. Now, this flexibility will relieve some financial stress. But remember, you need to calculate reasonably accurately because if you underestimate significantly or even minorly your payments on account if you're going to reduce them remember you will be charged interest on those underpayments however the flexibility of being able to reduce your payments on account can relieve financial stress my personal advice would be the earlier you submit your tax return 
the earlier you know what your liability is and the earlier you know what those payments on account are with more accuracy. If you don't estimate your payments on account accurately, any underpayment will incur an interest charge of 7.75%. Ouch. That's a high interest charge to pay itself. Either do the payments yourself or consult your accountant who should be able to come up with those estimates for you. If you're hitting a brick wall and you can't get that help, then check out the contact form and see where we can help you. Now, before we wrap up, consider reviewing your previous tax returns. You have a window. You can go back at least four tax years to make any necessary claims or adjustments. You may not have claimed expenses in prior years. You may not have claimed things like gift aid. You may be a high-rate taxpayer and has forgotten to claim pension contributions you're making privately. There could be a number of issues have arisen previously that you've not been aware of or it's been overlooked. If you're unsure, don't hesitate to contact a competent and experienced accountant for guidance. Now, in summary, don't let tax-related stress get the better of you. Review your return. Make payment arrangements, payments on account if needed. And remember, ideally, put money aside for future tax payments. We would normally advise clients to put a certain percentage of what they invoice their clients away, put it into a separate account, ideally put it into a separate account that accrues interest. And at the end of the year, you've collected the money that hopefully will equate to the tax that you owe. If you've over-collected, then you've got a bonus there. If you've under-collected, then at least you've collected the majority of the money towards that future liability. I hope you found this episode useful, folks. And if you did, please share it with anyone who might benefit. But until next time, keep that stress level down and take charge of your tax situation. Relax and let somebody else do the tax. Until next week, keep those stress levels down. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode. Listener.